life. That was a blessing. Amen? Yes, sir. Let me get my button turned on here. Said, uh, well, Sam Cathy said, if I don't ring your bell, your clapper's missing. Amen? Right. And that rang my bell. And, uh, thank you all. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you, Pastor Manning and, uh, and church for letting me come. I appreciate that. The, uh, I don't get asked back everywhere. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought that, would you? Uh, <laughs> and sometimes they're glad when I leave, they're not near as happy as I am. But, uh, but anyway, I, I feel right at home here. And uh, I, we, we believe the same Bible and sing the same songs and shake hands and holler amen and support missionaries. And I just feel right at home here. I mean that. And uh, thank you all uh, for letting me come and just be a little part of it. Always enjoy coming to Lancaster and, uh, and being with you folks. And uh, I'm glad that you're here in God's house tonight. I like going to church. I, I do. I, I enjoy Sunday night church. If I tried to stay home, uh, I, I wouldn't enjoy it. I'd feel guilty. If I went out somewhere, 45 people would see me. Why are you in church? You know. Uh, and uh, so I would come to church. It's the, it's the right thing to do. And uh, I'm glad I'm here. And I'm uh, glad you're here. And uh, maybe you invited someone to come today and they didn't come. You, you did your part. Uh, we're not allowed to hog time and drag them in, but we can invite them. And uh, you, uh, the Lord took note of that. You know, sometimes God uses that, and they'll come a year from now or something. Uh, it really, that just that seed planted. Well, somebody cared about me, that type of thing. Uh, but thank you for being here. God bless you, and uh, thank you for letting me uh, have a little part. Hebrews 4. Find the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter number 4. People always argue about who wrote Hebrews. I don't know. We don't need to know. God would have told us. He didn't tell us. We don't need to know. <laughs> uh, a lot of folks say Paul. Um, I've always suspected Barnabas, but we'll see when we get to heaven. I don't know. But uh, anyway, I know the Holy Spirit was the real author. Amen. And uh, we know that it's true. Hebrews 4 and verse number 9. The uh, Bible says, There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. Isn't that good news? Amen. There remaineth. Look at Hebrews 11. Turn over to Hebrews 11 and uh, verse number 8. Hebrews 11 and verse number 8. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whether he went. You know, he didn't know where. He didn't know when. He didn't know how. He didn't know why. But he didn't know who. And that's all that mattered. So he obeyed. He knew who. That's all he needed to know. Verse 9, By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Let's pray. Can we do that? Lord, I thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord, for uh, just the privilege of gathering in your house. Thank you, Lord, for uh, Pastor Manning as your family and uh, friends that we have here it's good to see you again, and uh, Lord, seeing some new faces, that's encouraging, and thank you for that. Thank you for, uh, Lord, every song that's been sung, every lesson taught, every mile driven, uh, Lord, uh, every prayer that's been prayed, and uh, Lord, I pray now that you'd bless, Lord, uh, uh, in, in, the, in the message, and uh, help me to not get in the way. Uh, Lord, there, there are other men here who could step up and, and, and preach a great message, uh, and Lord, I'd rather... Sit down let one of them come and do that, then somehow or another mess up or say something that wouldn't honor you. So Lord, help me, and I'll thank you for that. Lord, let us leave here with having in our heart what you have for us tonight. And uh, Lord, I, I just pray that you'd, uh, Lord, speak to my heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The, uh, uh, you remember the last time you moved? 
you don't think you have anything, move. <laughs> You'll find out you've got semi-fulls of uh, there's that thing. You know, you know how that goes. You know, there it is. That, uh, <laughs> Years ago, we moved. We'd use a, a paddle with the you know a little ping pong paddle when the kids were small. You know, when they needed it. <laughs> you say, did you really do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody said, don't ever spank a kid when you're mad. I always thought that was a great time to spank them. Amen. <laughs> you know? But anyway, that, uh, the, the, the ping pong paddles kept disappearing. <laughs> we go buy another one, come back. Uh, then we moved and I picked up the microwave and there were six of them stuck under there. You know, Jonathan was hiding them, you know, under there. But you find all kinds of things when you move. The uh, uh, stuff you thought you'd lost and all of that. That, uh, there, uh, it, it's a chore. You got to get the electricity turned off and, and turned on where you're going. You got to get the water turned off where you're at and turned on where you're going. You know, you got to go to the closing. Wouldn't it be funny to walk in there and say, I'm reading every word before I sign anything? Oh, you, you remember that? You know, you got to sign a paper that. Oh, I'm reading it, you know. Can you imagine? You just sign and sign and sign and hope you haven't given away the, the first board. You know, you just sign and sign. Well, uh, they did get you a U-Haul and, and, uh, I'd always get a bunch of teenage stout, real stout teenage boys, and buy them a bunch of donuts, you know, and and and, and uh, bribe them and get them to help us move. That uh, and then, then off you go. It's always a little bit nostalgic, you know. You you put the little mark on the beside the door as the kids grow up, and uh, you know, a, a, a hole in the walls, just a hole in the wall, and, unless there's some funny story to go with it, you know. And, and all of that, it's always kind of sad. The uh, uh, last time that we moved, I told Diana, I said, I said, do you like it here? She said, yeah, I think I'm going to like it here. I said, you better. We're never moving again. <laughs> you know, we will never move again. That was the end of it. That's, uh, that was, I don't know, three or four years ago. That's, uh, uh, there's a, uh, but I tell you one, Christian, you know, for the child of God, there's one more moving day coming. Yeah. And that's going to be a good one. Amen. Uh, we won't have to sign any papers. The Lord took care of that. All the legalities on Calvary. He was buried and died and uh, rose again the third day. And when I trusted Him as my Savior, He wrote my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. There you go. And it's there forever. And all the paperwork's done. Amen. <laughs> Don't have to get the water turned on. We took the water of life and we never thirsted yeah. again. We'll have to get the lights turned on for the glory of the Lamb is the light thereof. Yes, sir. That, uh, we won't have to worry about getting a U-Haul truck because He's going to come and get us. And we'll be called up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. And, and I, I mean this. Uh, the older I get, the more I can say this. If it's today, then that's fine with me. Amen? I mean, I mean that. I, I, I mean that. It's, it's the blessed hope. Yes, I want to tell you something. Hasn't, hasn't COVID-19 and AIDS and civil unrest and, 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 and all that's going on around us uh, and, 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 and lukewarmness and mediocrity and so many churches and turning away from the foundations of the faith. I want to tell you something. It's not just the blessed hope. It's our only hope. Yes. That's the only thing that's going to fix it. That, that will fix it. Nothing else is really ever going to, it seems to me, really fix it. That, uh, there'll be no tears of goodbye. There'll be nothing sad about the next moving day. Amen. Amen. That uh, old land of rest for thee I sigh. And when will the moment come when I shall lay my burdens by and dwell in peace at home? You know, that there's something about many Jewish folks who've never been to Israel. They just say there's a longing to go. To, they just have a, they just go back They're that, that diaspora, that drawing back.
Yeah. Uh, that uh, ch- child of God and, 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 and many Jewish people say that, that you know somehow or another I'm oh, oh, Bates ha- oh, not Bates Hadner Squire Parsons said I'm kind of homesick for a country to which I've never been before right. I know exactly what he means by that I'm homesick for a country that I've never been to before you understand that don't you we get that why because we're just pilgrims passing through and heaven, heaven is our real home I, uh, I, I, I've told you a lot of times I don't preach fancy messages, but I, uh, over, over the years, a lot of folks have asked me questions about heaven. That, uh, uh, I like to preach about heaven. Um, I don't enjoy preaching on hell. I preach on hell when the Lord tells me to, but, but I, I enjoy more preaching on heaven. And tonight, we're going to preach and talk about heaven. Amen? The, uh, uh, and and I, I'm, again, not trying to be fancy, but over the years, folks have asked me questions about heaven. And uh, the Bible tells us much. Uh, it doesn't tell us everything. Right. The, uh, uh, Jesus talked more about, about, about hell than he did heaven. Uh, uh, sometimes I had somebody ask me, well, what would that be? And I said, well, I don't know. I, I said, but if, if you're telling a child that you're going to go to an amusement park and they have all, you know, rides and cotton candy and everything, and all of a sudden that child starts to walk out onto a busy highway, you quit talking about the amusement park and you start screaming, get out of the road. Don't go out there. Stop that. And I, and I, I think part of it is, is that we've got all of eternity to find out about heaven, but the Lord wants us to go to heaven, and He warns us not to go to a place that's called hell, but both of them are very real. Does that make sense? You say that with me? Folks ask me, is heaven a real place? Absolutely. Some people say it's only a state of mind. Some, some people say it, it's just a myth. And Sabbath said they were mistaken. Amen? <laughs> that, uh, uh, no, no, no. And, 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 uh, it, it's a real place. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe yes, also sir. in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. That's right. And if it were not so, I would have told you. Amen. You will never convince me that Jesus would have lied to us and told us we could see our dad again or our baby again or our loved one again unless it was true. Right. I cannot imagine anything more cruel. And I can promise you, we do not have a Savior that would lie to us. Certainly not about that. He said, they're in the Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, he would have told us. Matthew six nineteen and 20, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. You, can only, you couldn't say that about a philosophy. You could not say that about an ideology. You could not say that about a system of theology. You can only say that about a real, physical place. Right. I believe heaven is real, more real than Lancaster. Someday there won't be a Lancaster, but there'll right. always be a new heaven and a new earth. That, uh, it, it, it occupies space. It exists. You stand upon it. I don't know how else to say it. Heaven is real. Amen? It is, it's not just a good idea to make up a few songs. It is very, very, very real. That, uh, uh, the Bible describes the new Jerusalem in Revelation 21 and 22. Now that's not all about heaven. I mean, if, if someone says you want to see Ohio, when we take them to Columbus and drive them around, have they seen Ohio? Well, they kind of seen part of it, you know, but they haven't seen all of it. And the description we have in Revelation 21 and 22 is about the new Jerusalem. John said, I saw the new Jerusalem as a bride and dawn for her husband coming down out of heaven. That's just like the, the capital, if you will, of heaven. That, that, that's the main part, but it's not all of it. Are you staying with me here? That's The Bible says it has 12 gates, each gate a pearl. Uh, can you imagine that? <laughs> I remember Diane and I first got married. I decided I was going to buy her a pearl necklace. I didn't care what. I wanted some of them big old pearls too. I thought those were neat. 
I didn't care what it cost, $35, $40. I was going to buy it anyway. You know? <laughs> so so I, got, I saved me a little money, and off I went to the jewelry store. You know, I, well, let me see that one right there. You know, that one would look at me. <laughs> they had their prices turned upside down. I found out why. <laughs> he turned that over, and I said, she ended up with two earrings. Little bitty things about these things right there, you know. And I said, honey, I love you. You know, here, and she still got them things, and we laugh about it, you know. But in heaven, they don't worry about price tags. Yeah. Well, don't worry about price tags to get to heaven. No, no. You say you believe it's real pearl? I do. You say, when you get an oyster that big? I ain't worried about it. God said that the gates are pearl, and I believe Him. Amen. Every, every gate's a pearl. That uh, river of life coming out of the throne of God. 1,500 miles square. There's a wall of jasper that's 216 foot thick. It has a, a city of gold. It, uh, by the river are the trees bearing all manner of fruit for the healing of the nation. It has a street of gold. You said it has streets of gold. Well, that's not what your King James Bible says. You're sitting there saying, I think it does. You go home and study. <laughs> you know, and you're going to find out. It just says street of gold. I don't know why. I, I just know that's what it says. I, I, have, I don't know how many times over the last 45 years... So, so I, uh, maybe one of the bus kids will come forward and, and sit down. I, I, I have led children to Christ and, 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 and you know, grabbed a little decision record and said, Honey, where do you live? I've, I've actually seen them kind of embarrassed when they have to give an address. You know, they, they've kind of figured out that, that, that they don't live on the side of town that you know, other people seem to live on. There won't be any of that in heaven. We're all going to live on the main drag. Amen. Yeah, I mean, that, that, there's just a street of gold, and we're all sinners, and none of us deserve to be there, and all the glory is going to belong to God. Amen. It has a, I know it has a street of gold. It has 12 foundations that uh, all men are a precious stone. That uh, my personal conviction is, I can't pronounce all them stones because we ain't going to read it. Amen. You know, but all that burial, topaz, chrysalis, and crystal process, and all of that, if you take those colors, and uh, I have seen illustrations of this. You take those colors, one color can make you look at another color, and they all complement that middle band, and that middle band is blood red. And I believe someday when we're caught up and the Lord takes us and we head back toward our eternal home and the glory of God is shining out of those walls, we will look at, 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 at I, I believe, a red ribbon around heaven. And I believe for all of eternity we'll know that we're there because Christ shed His blood on the Lord cross for us. And it's nothing that we have done or nothing that we deserve, but it's through the shed blood that we are there. And that's the only reason that we're there. Amen? Amen. That's what I believe. That, uh, you say, what kind of a place will heaven be? Uh, it's uh, it, 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 it's it'll be a beautiful place. That uh, how beautiful heaven must be, sweet home of the happy and free, fair haven of rest for the weary. How beautiful heaven must be. Oh, Dennis the Menace. Now there's a good source of theology. Amen. <laughs> oh, 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 Dennis the Menace. He's outside one night and he looked up and he said. He told his mama, he said, boy, if heaven's that pretty on the bottom, just think what the top looks like. Amen. <laughs> you, you, you just think. You just think. Uh, and he's going to prepare that place for us. That, you know, here on earth, everything gets messed up. Yes, everything gets messed up. I, I remember, I've always loved to fish. I, I remember a bunch of boys in high school, we took off, went to Canada. We were going way up in there and got in the boat and went forever and we were going to camp out. And uh, I, I see them bears and I was catching fish right in the middle of the day. Big old, you know, really. I mean, it, it was, I, I was thinking, man, this place is wonderful. I said, I don't, I, don't, I don't ever want to leave and I'm coming back here every year. Then it started getting dark. 
Let me tell you something. There's 18 trillion, 945 billion, 16 hump trillion mosquitoes in Canada. Did you know that? I never saw so many mosquitoes in my life. They're about to carry me off. I mean, I was just, you know, I, I, I finally, I got in the tent and I got that zipper and was zipping that thing, you know, my, up my sleeping bag. I wasn't poking my nose out, you know. There, there's always something to me. There won't be no skeeters in glory. Amen. No, sir. And, uh, uh, they thought they had the most perfect, wonderful place on the planet, the most beautiful, uh, the most pristine. Uh, they said the gentle breezes of peace. They said impossible on this planet to ever find anything more gorgeous or wonderful than this one spot that some group had picked out. A place called Okinawa. Uh, Isn't that something? Yeah. Okinawa. There's always something, but nothing will mess up heaven. We'll rest. We'll rest from sin. The Bible says, And there shall in no wise enter in anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. I'm glad that we will rest from sin. I get so tired of looking into the eyes of wives whose husbands have been unfaithful and men whose wives have been unfaithful and I get so tired of looking at the eyes of parents whose kids have got on drugs and got in trouble. And, and preacher, would you go down and try to visit with them? And, and all of those things. And we get to uh, alcohol and uh, that stupid internet. I'm not bitter. <laughs> you know? But, but uh, kids, people finding old high school sweethearts. And you already know the rest of the story. That's all I had to say. You know the rest of the story. Pornography ruining lives and destroying lives and all of that. You listen to me, and we fight that, and we fight that, and we fight that. Bless God, I'm glad the day will come we won't have to fight sin no more. Amen? Amen. It'll be over. It'll be over. Amen. We'll be set free not only from the, from, the, from the power of sin, but from the very presence of sin. Yes, sir. And I'm glad about that. There'll be no jails, and there'll be no storms, and there'll be no disease, and there'll be no pestilence, and there'll be no strife, and there'll be no taxes. There'll be no death. There'll be no blind. There'll be no pain. I'm glad for that. I'm glad for that. That day's coming. I know we get tired. I get tired. You get tired. But we're still on the winning side. Amen. We're still on the winning side. That, uh, that uh, we'll rest from our labors. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Bright blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. I like that. That uh, we get tired. I heard about a woman that one day she lived next door to an independent King James Bible-believing Baptist church. And she got to watch them. They was having mission conferences. They was having Bible schools. They was having church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. People was coming for prayer meetings. You know? And it was kind of like you all. <laughs> so some, some ladies, I thought, we need to go visit our neighbor. And they went over and visited her. And they, she said she was saved. And they, they said, well, we would love for you to come and be a member of our church. She said, I don't think I'm physically able. <laughs> Sometimes we feel like that, amen? Sunday school teacher, hang in there. I know you have a busy week. And you, you should have had the lesson ready already, but this week you just didn't get it done and you're so tired and it's 11.30 on Saturday night. I know, uh, Daddy, you ever hear a teacher get up and say, no, you pray for me, I didn't have time to prepare this week? 
My dad always says, you don't have to say that. Just start teaching. They'll figure out that you didn't prepare this week. <laughs> you know, just, just start teaching. They'll figure it out. You know. But you know, I, you, we get tired. And the, the bus route, and you're tired, and you catch it, you know, but you got, got to go do it. And, and, and I know visiting hospitals and, and soul winning and trying to help out around the church and, 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 and all that we get involved in. And, I, you know, the, the, sometimes the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I, I, I get that. But listen to me. We're still on the winning side. It's just for a little while. We've got all of eternity to rest. You hang in there. Amen? Amen. Knock on that door. Make that visit. Get on your knees and pray. And, 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 and go that second mile. Get in and do something for the glory of God. That's, uh, well, someday we'll rest from our labors. I like this. We'll rest from our sorrows. Yes, sir. You ever hear the song, No Tears in Heaven? I don't know about that. <laughs> God's going to wipe all tears away. There's got to be something there for Him to wipe away. Yes, sir. And uh, it could be God might show us what we could have had if we had only believed Him. The right. right. uh, Bible says, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Uh, that's, I don't think it's talking about hell. I think it's talking about how God will hold us accountable if we have not persuaded men. Right. And, and, and I, I don't have all the answers to all of that. I don't know, but I know that wherever those tears are there, He will wipe them away. Amen? There'll come that time when there'll be no more sorrow. That uh, neither death nor crying nor sorrow. I'm glad for that. That uh, uh, no more, no more, no more sorrow, no more death. I like that. That uh, Diane and I, we uh, didn't know if we'd have children. Uh, Diane had some physical things and went through several miscarriages and finally carried a child for about six or seven months. And we we thought, well, maybe it looks like we're going to. It's going to happen, and, and, and then he was stillborn. That, uh, those, are, those are hard hard times. Mm-hmm. We have a little granddaughter now named Lydia, and uh, she's about three years old, about a year or two years ago. And uh, is, is, I call it Decoration Day. It's called Memorial Day, but right. they call it Decoration Day in Kentucky. Sure. And uh, she said, we, we were going to the cemetery, and uh, Lydia said, where are we going? Where are we going? And Diane said, we're going uh, to see Zachary. We got flowers for Zachary. And uh, he goes, where's Zachary? And uh, Diane said, well, well, Zachary is a baby that, that uh, Papa and I had a long time ago, but uh, he's in heaven now. And she said, okay. So we get to the cemetery. And uh, Diane pulls her flowers out. You know, it's kind of quiet and sad. And so Lydia hops out of the car She's walking around, looking at all the tombstones, the trees, and the flowers. She looked at Diane and she said, So, this is heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we told her we were going to see Zachary. (laughs) He was in heaven. (laughs) Diane said, No, honey. There's no tombstones in heaven. Amen. There's no flowers. There'll never be a crape over the doorknob and no funeral train in the sky, no graves on the hillsides of glory. For there we shall never more die. The old will be young in a moment, transformed in an instant of time, and mortal will stand in his presence. The moon and the stars outshine. There won't be any funerals in heaven. Amen. There'll be no more death. You know why everybody's all upset right now? Because all of us have been hurt by death. We've all got pictures at home of people that we miss. I know I do. You listen, bless God, if they know the Lord, there's a glad and a happy reunion day coming some sweet day. And that's the reason to serve Him until He comes and gets us. Amen? Amen. There'll be no more sorrow. 
that uh, will have answers. Curtis Hudson, the Bible says, For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know he was also in my unknown. You look at what, why is all this sorrow? That I, I was down in Martinsville, Virginia. Uh, years ago, I, I was preaching down there. and uh, <laughs> Diane called me and she said, I was having family devotions and Jonathan just got saved. I was happy, but I was a little mad that they, he got saved when I was gone. <laughs> you know, I'm still a little perturbed about it, to be honest with you. you know, but, 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 but anyway, I, I was down in Martinsville, Virginia. The preacher told me, she, he said, uh, she said, he, he said, he said, listen, listen, uh, want you to, we're going to go visit somebody. And I said, all right. And uh, off we went across the Blue Ridge Mountains. And he said, there's a couple in church and his wife passed away. And said he was, uh, 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 said he, he, they did real well in business. He said, it's a real strange situation. So they live in a beautiful home, but when she died, he said, he called me in the middle of the night one night and said, preacher, come and get whatever you want. And he, he said, what do you mean? He said, I, I'm not staying in this house another night. He said, I can't stand it. He said, I, there's too many memories. He said, you come and get the furniture. He said, come and get anything. And the preacher knew he was upset and he wasn't a bit interested in getting a freezer or anything, but he knew he needed to get there to try to help him. And, 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 he, and he went in and he, he, he tried to help the guy, but he had already got him a little trailer like a little small you know like what you pull behind the truck to go deer hunt you know one of them little thing the house was up on the first flat am i preaching over your heads you know then mountains will come off and they'll flat off and and, and they had built a home it was I'm, I'm telling you big huge oak trees and beautiful home i was, it was like a, a a ranch style but this was a fancy ranch you know gorgeous but he was wanting people just to come and take whatever. He'd went down across the road and, 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 and down by the creek, and, and, and he had taken some of that T111 siding. You've seen that stuff, just that siding, and hammered it all around that trailer. And, and there it was. It was the awfulest looking thing you ever saw in your life. He just hammered it. I mean, just, I don't know how he got it to stay up there. And he said, I'm, I'm living in there. And uh, uh, he said, I can't stand to live up, up. It's a gorgeous home. But the thing was, it was gorgeous, but, but she wasn't there anymore. Right. And, 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 he, and he, we tried to pray with him and, and, and help him and bless his heart. I still think about that man from time to time. That when that death comes, I was, I was in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. I remember Hopkinsville, Kentucky. I was in Hopkinsville, Kentucky and, and, and preaching there. And there was a young girl there, 17 years old. And uh, uh, the mom and dad had bought one of these little uh, life, uh, term life. You get a healthy 17-year-old, term life is dirt cheap. I mean, you can get half a million dollars for a few dollars a month, you know. And, and they had bought this term life insurance just kind of on a whim for this 17-year-old girl thinking they would never, ever, ever, ever use it. And that girl got out in a car wreck and was tragically killed. The insurance people came, and I believe it was a quarter million dollars, and they brought that check to that daddy and that mama. And that daddy told me something that I've never forgot. He said, he said, Brother Terrell, he said, when they came up and handed me that check, he said that was the most worthless piece of paper I had ever seen wow. in all of my life. Wow. It was a good check. He said, but it was the most worthless piece of paper I had ever seen. Why? Because he was comparing it to his daughter. Right. He wanted his daughter, but he was comparing it to her. And I'm not against life insurance, but life insurance doesn't bring your loved one back. Amen? Right. But heaven does. Yeah. Yeah. A glad reunion some sweet day does. Yes. 
Folks, you better plant your faith on things eternal. Amen? Because this old world will disappoint you and you will have to turn loose someday of anything that you claim on this soil. Amen? Heaven, though, is a place of eternity. That, uh, Curtis Hudson told a story about a little boy all the questions of why does this happen and why does that happen. And uh, he said a little boy would walk down the street every day and he looked through the toy store window and he saw those red soldiers. Did you know those soldiers with the big hats sitting there holding their rifles? And he said he would look and, and, the, and the little fellow couldn't afford anything and, and he would kind of reach for those soldiers and there was that glass. And he said uh, every day, going and coming from school, he'd walk by and he'd touch that and look and boy, those things just gorgeous you know he wanted them so bad and a uh, little fella got out and was hit by a car but he, he lived and they, they got him in the hospital and the toy store owner got to asking people hey where's that kid he didn't have been by in a few days they said well there's, he's been in an accident he's up in the hospital he's in bad shape in a coma and uh, the toy store owner he got to think about that little guy reaching and it sort of touched his heart and he got those toys and he went to the hospital. You know that little table they put in front of you? You're supposed to use it to brush your teeth. It's not the worst idea you ever saw it all your life. You know? and, and, and that little table they got there. And, 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 and the toy store owner, he got them and he lined those things up. Trusting God that the little fellow would come out of his coma. And a few days later, he did. And he opened his eyes and it was very, very fuzzy. And he's trying to get his wits about him. And he saw what he had seen, I guess, maybe hundreds of times. Those toy soldiers that he so wanted. But there was always a glass. And just kind of out of instinct, he reached. But this time, he got them. You know, why did God do this? Why did God allow this to happen? God, you know, did I do something? Did somebody do something? Lord, how could, how could I love you and you love me and this happen? And all those questions go through our mind. And we reach sometimes for the answers, but it just, it's like we just aren't going to know in this life. But there will come a day, and old Jack Howell said, if, if I had the answer, it would be worth me not telling you and just waiting until God gives you the answer because it will be so much better if it comes from His lips. Amen. And someday God will tell you a while and we'll reach and the answer will be there. Andy Johnson Flint said, My father's way may twist and turn and my heart may throb and ache. But in my soul I'm glad I know that He maketh no mistake. My cherished plans may go astray. My dreams may fade away. But still I'll trust my Lord to lead, for He doth know the way. And though night be dark, and it may seem the day will never break, I'll pin my faith, my all in Him. He maketh no mistake. There's so much now I cannot see. My eyesight's far too dim. But come what may, I'll simply trust and leave it all to Him. For by and by the mist will rise, and then plain it all He'll make. Through all the way, though dark to me, He made not one mistake. Folks, I don't understand it all, but I know we'll understand it better by and by, and I know that we can trust Him. Amen? We can trust Him. uh, Here's another question. Do the saved go immediately to heaven? Yes. Amen. You say, well, I heard somebody say that it's kind of like soul sleep. Not purgatory. Not one word. That's right. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Well, didn't Jesus say, Lazarus sleepeth? Yes, he did. And, uh, and uh, that, uh, uh, that, that word, I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning them which sleep, the Bible right. says. That word sleep is the Greek word we get cemetery from. You say, well, voluntarily, then it sounds to me like it's. Well, you, no, no, listen, let me teach Sunday school here real quick. You are, you are body, soul, and spirit. That's what you are. By your body, you know the world beneath you. By your soul, you know the world around you. By your spirit, you know the world above you. 
Amen? Does that make sense? Your body, soul, and spirit. If your body is right, you're healthy. If your soul is right, you're happy. If your spirit is right, you're holy. If, you're, if the body has especially to do with glorification, the, the, spirit has, the soul has especially to do with sanctification, and the spirit has especially to do with justification. And what will die someday is, is the body will die and the body will go to sleep. But the soul, the spirit, to be absent from the body, and that's what death is, it's separation. Our loved ones, if you have a loved one that's died, they're, they're, that soul, that, that you say, what's the soul? It's your intellect, your emotion, your will. Uh, your spirit is that part that's made alive when you're saved. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. God is the spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Yes, and when that soul and that spirit is separated from the body, it goes back to heaven, and that body does go to sleep. But the soul, the spirit, it's more alive than ever. You say, what's it got now? I, I don't know. It, it's, it's got, it, it has a body that you have a grandpa that's died. And they're in heaven. God has given grandpa a body as it hath pleased him to give him. And it's perfect. And, and you walk around and, 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 and in heaven. You, you, you praise God in heaven. You, somebody said, Can they, are they watching us? <laughs> Well, I think they can. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, see, we're accomplished about so great a cloud of witnesses. Right, right. Uh, so you reckon Grandpa's watching right now? Grandpa's got Cheryl Hudson or Peter James or John to hear preach. Who do you think he's listening to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you get real just for a little while, you know? Uh, I mean, we have a wonderful building here. It's a beautiful building. It's wonderful. Kind of tough to compete with a mansion. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just a little tough. Had great singing here. Wasn't it good singing? Yes, sir. A little tough to compete with a million angels. (laughs) I'm just saying. So are they looking? Probably. I I think probably not. Could they? I think they could. If they find out somebody they love gets to trust Christ and looks like they're going to be joining us someday, I believe they will look. There's rejoicing in the presence of the angels. Doesn't say the angels rejoice. It's in the presence of the angels. Who's in the presence of the angels? Those that have gone on before. And I believe when someone on earth is saved, I do believe that they pay attention to what's happening. I believe they rejoice. Amen. Uh, you can disagree if you want to. It's America. You've got a right to be wrong. But I, I, that, 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 that's what I believe. Amen? That's what I believe. That, uh, uh, but I believe they're immediately in heaven. Uh, in England, there's an epitaph. It's true. You go to England of a man named Solomon Pease. It says, beneath this sod, beneath these trees, lies the body of Solomon Pease. Pease is not here. It is only his pod. Peace has shelled out and gone home to God. Amen? <laughs> and, and, and it's the inside and, and it goes back to heaven. Brings up a point. Now think about this. Stay with me. And I don't mean any disrespect to any of our departed loved ones. I, I don't, 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 you dis, don't you think that I'm in any way disparaging them at all? Because I'm not. But, but if they have a body now that is, God has been pleased to give them and they can move about in it and they can look down on earth in it and they can praise God in it and they can think with it and, and they're happy. Well, why is it that the Lord himself when he sent from heaven with a shout the voice of the Holy Spirit of God and the dead in Christ will rise first? Read 1 Corinthians 15. It's sown in dishonor. It's raised in honor. It's yes, sown in corruption. It's raised in, 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 in glory. And, and meaning no disrespect at all. Please understand me. But here's, here's a question. Why fool with it? <laughs> if they already have a body, why take the dust and form a perfect and a wonderful one for all of eternity and bring it out of the grave and then take, do whatever God wants done with the body they got now. A lot of people use the term intermediate body. And then take that soul and body and spirit and put it all back together. 
I mean, if I've already got a body and everything's good, why not just be happy? It's a really good question. Let me tell you what I think. I think because it's the wonder and the glory of the gospel. And it's so complete in its victory over death, hell, and the grave. Yes, sir. That when it's all said and done, death gets nothing. Amen. There will not be any dust left in the grave. The score is not going to be 10 jillion to one. It's going to be 10 jillion to nothing. Oh, grave, where is thy victory? And oh, death, where is thy sting? The victory over sin and the glory of the gospel is complete. Does that make sense? Complete. That uh, death gets nothing. Some people, will we know each other in heaven? I don't know why that, who started that, but that people ask it all the time. Well, I've always hoped I'd have more sense in heaven, not less. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not my grandpa. You know, Peter, James, and our, our mostly Elijah, they knew them. I, well, yeah. Uh, uh, you say, well, then I'll love mom more than somebody else if I know who mom is. Oh, don't worry about that. I mean, it, it, it's all right. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll know each other. We will know even as also we are known. That, uh, uh, that's uh, my grandmother will be the one on a mansion with a porch swing. <gasps> Uh, snapping little white, little white half runner beans. <gasps> you really believe that? I'm not sure. I don't believe it. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I've, i in my life, Ed Sperling, he'll be riding a lawnmower. Stan Pennington will be the usher. Cecil May will be the Sunday school superintendent. And Gene Dunn, he'll be rooting for the Kentucky Wildcats. Amen. But I, I it, it's just people. It, it because it's them. It's not like some angel gets to wear their name tag in heaven. It's them. <laughs> They're going to heaven. Right. Grandma, grandpa, that's, they're going to heaven. It's them. They're there. With me? That, uh, do the saved in heaven see us? I've already talked about that. Where is heaven? The Bible says, beautiful situation. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of our great king. You used to just say, well, heaven is up. Well, if you're on the North Pole, it's completely different up than if you're on the South Pole. <gasps> But north is north. Amen? Right. On the city of the north is the city of the great king. Where is heaven? Paul said, I know a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body, uh, I, I cannot tell, or whether out of the body, I, I cannot tell. God knoweth such so, uh, so one caught up to the third heaven. And I knew such a man, he's talking about himself, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell, God knoweth, how that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Some have thought that maybe Paul saw what John saw, but God let John write it in the book of Revelation, not Paul. It's just a thought. But he went up to the third heaven. The first heaven, it's scripturally, is where birds fly around. The second heaven is the stars, the planets, and all of that. that uh, uh, there's a, uh, uh, and, and we know of 24 billion light years so far. That's lights going 186,000 miles per second. Uh, how far it would go if it did that for 24 billion years. That's the second heaven. The third heaven is beyond that. Did you ever just want to get away? <laughs> you know, amen? You ever just get, I'm tired of this whole world. Someday this whole world is going to be long back down the trail. Amen? But, uh, what are we going to do in heaven? We're going to serve the Lord. Yes, sir. And we're going to praise the Lord. Now, some of you Baptists might as well just get used to the idea. <laughs> you say, I don't like this shouting business. 
the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a with a shout. Now I'm not being for you know goofy about it or silly or throwing babies and all that nonsense. I'm I'm not for that. But I want to tell you something. I you're going to root for the Bengals and 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 don't give a grunt about when you hear a good message. Something wrong with that. I mean, is it? Now, not to me. <laughs> I don't know. People are different. I get that. I, I mean, boy, I'll, I'll holler at Ben. I'll, I'll, I'll get my hanky and wave, and I'll get up and walk around every now and then. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, why not be happy? I'm at church all the time. I'm going to have any fun. I'm going to have it at church, so I'm going to have me some fun. I mean, and I, 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 I enjoy it. Now, Diane, she goes. <laughs> you know, she, she, I embarrassed Diane. You embarrassed a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes. Anyway, you know, and I, I uh, and, and people are different. And, and, and some people holler amen. Some people just kind of, you know, smile, and, but they're happy. They're, I, I get all that. I, I, I get that. But I'm, and I know that we're not saved by feeling. Salvation is the deepest work of God, and God does not do His deepest work on our most shallow part. Our most shallow part is our feeling. And, and, and I know I'm saved by, not by what I feel, but by what I know and, and what I believe in the Word of God. But I'm glad when God gave me salvation, He gave me something I could feel. Yes, sir. Amen. I'm glad for that. I don't depend upon that for my assurance, because every time I got the flu, I think I was lost. If that's what I did, Amen. But I know. But I know because I know, and I, I want. If you say, "Well, I heard about a little boy one day, and he was out, and it was foggy, and he was sitting there holding a the string, and 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 a man walked by and said, what are you doing?'" So he said, "I'm flying a kite." The man said, "Well, it's so overcast and foggy." I said, "I can't see it." He said, "He said I can't either." He said, "How do you, how do you know it's up there?" He said, "I feel it tugging." I'll tell you something, folks. I'm, every now and then, I just feel it tugging. You know, yeah, amen. I just do. I just feel it tugging. And I, I, I you know, if I, whatever that makes me, that's what I am. Amen. You know, <laughs> but I, I'm, 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 I'm. We're going to praise God when we get to heaven. Who's going to go to heaven? People that are ready. People that are saved. My, uh, my grandmother used to. She was the postmaster of Noble, Kentucky. That's the head of Buck, Little Buckhorn Creek. I'm not preaching over your heads. <laughs> Gravel road, right next to the post office with a hog pen. You know, they fed the hogs. I go there and watch them feed them hogs. That, uh, uh, that's, it, it wasn't at that. But though I, I've seen, I used to go in the back, and she had a little store there, and I'd get in the back and jump on the sacks of feed, animal feed and grain and all that. that uh, those old men would come in there, and they'd sit and, They'd chew the back and spit, and they'd whittle. You know, they'd, they'd sit there and whittle. They'd get you a cedar stick and whittle, and then trade knives. You know, uh, well, I, I, it wasn't that that spot, but I, I heard of a situation like that. So I, I kind of got a picture in my mind of my grandmother's little wooden store, and uh, I wouldn't, like I said, it wasn't at that store, and I didn't hear this. I've heard a story that makes me think about that. And they said, there's a situation like that, and they got to talk about how do you get to heaven. And one guy said, well, you know, when I came to the post office, I walked down the gravel road. Another guy said, well, I, I came over the hill. Another guy said, well, I came up along the creek by the path and came up. And he said, but we all came to the same place. The preacher walked up, and somebody said, isn't that right, preacher? You know, they're, they're different. And, 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 and so what's wrong with that theology? And the preacher said, fellas, when I die, I'm not going to the post office. Yeah. Exactly. There's only one way to heaven. Amen. Right. 
Now that's through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Most of y'all here tonight are saved. Aren't you glad you're saved? Amen. Aren't you glad you know that you know? Aren't you glad you go home and lay your head on your pillow and if the Lord comes, hallelujah. Amen. Uh, oh, John R. Rice, he was, he was on his way to a mission conference one night. True story. He was on his way to a mission conference and he, he, he decided he was going to cut through the, uh, an alley by himself. He probably shouldn't have. And, and he got about halfway down through there and a, a guy, Stam! you know, he come out from behind a dumpster. Stam! Dr. Rice looked at him. He started laughing. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, you nut. <laughs> Dr. Raj looked at him and he, he said, You can't scare me with heaven. You can't scare me with heaven. Dr. Raj wasn't trying to get shot, but he wasn't quaking in his boots either. Uh, man looked at him. He said, give me your money. Brother Rice said, no. He said, I've only got $5. And I'm on my way to a mission conference. I've already promised the Lord I was going to give that $5 to the missionary. <laughs> the guy shook his head. He said, boy, you're a nut. Reached in. Said, well, give him this one, too. They gave him another $5. <laughs> said, give me mine, too. You crazy man.
horrible. And uh, she said, uh, my my husband, your 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 daddy, went off to uh, went off to uh, to war. And she said, uh, we we uh, we about to be starving. Said the only TV we had was sassafras tea. Said uh, that livestock was gone. Said the only uh, the only salt we had we scraped off the smokehouse floor. So that was it. She said they were awful, awful time. And just when it seemed like it couldn't get any worse, word came that, uh, that your, your daddy, uh, uh, my daddy, I'm sorry, that, 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 that my husband had, uh, had, had, had died. She said mama would, would cry herself to sleep. She tried to be brave for us kids, she said, but, but it, it was awful. So one day we was out in the front yard just playing and uh, she looked at us kids and said she was snapping beans. And, and as we were playing, she said she looked way down the road. And she told us kids, she said, that, look at yonder, come somebody. He said, he reminds me of your dad. And nobody, you know, what do you say to that? <laughs> yeah, they just kind of ignored her. She snapped. And she raised her head and she said, I declare, he kind of walks like your dad, talking to the kids. One of the older kids said to Mama, Daddy's gone. Don't, don't do that. You know, Daddy's gone. And she said, I know. I, I just said it reminds me of your daddy. And he came down on the other side of the creek. And when he got to the house, he come down the bank and come across the creek. And he started up toward the house. Mama's <laughs> And he had a little broad brimmed hat. And he raised his head. That sun hit him right in the face. She said, My mom and your grandma exploded. <laughs> they exploded off the porch. Beans went everywhere. <laughs> and she grabbed her skirt tail and took off running and squealing. And he come running. She said that she jumped into his arms and all of us kids ran up and we piled on and we danced and we fell down and we rolled over the corn cobs and we cried. And she said his arm had just had a sleeve and, and, and we, but she said, I reached my hand up and the arm was gone. She said, but, but he was there. He was home. He was alive. He came back. And as only R.G. Lee could say it, he said, but as marvelous as that day was, it will pale in comparison to when the trumpet sounds <laughs> and the day of Christ rise. And God comes back from heaven with all the saints of the ages and we're caught up to meet him in the heaven and we're going to embrace and we're going to dance. Don't worry about it. This is okay. Amen. You know, we're going, we're going, we're going to embrace and we're going to hug and we're going to shout and we're going to pray. If you listen to me, that's the blessed hope. Yes. Amen. I don't know when, but I know it's coming. Mm. Amen. Mm. If you're not ready, get ready to go with us. Amen. Get ready to go with us. If y'all are ready, 
don't be discouraged. We're still on the winning side. Amen. Yes. The promises are still true. Heaven is still there. The angels are still watching. Spirit of God still has the seal till the day of redemption. God's not going to leave us or forsake us. It's all right. Amen. Amen. Press on. I decided I ain't going to give the devil the privilege of watching me quit. Amen. Father, I pray, God, you speak to hearts. We thank you, Lord, for the blessed hope. Thank you for the assurance of heaven. And Lord, if I, I, I don't know, God, maybe everybody's here saved. Well, that's very possible. But Lord, if, if I'm wrong about that, I pray that whoever's not sure, they get it settled tonight. Lord, that Christian is maybe discouraged, maybe hurting, maybe just tired, uh, maybe confused. God, I pray we'd be encouraged if we just remember that you've got it all under control. That heaven is there. And that uh, salvation is, is full and it's free and it's real. And, and God, I pray that we'd be encouraged as David long ago encouraged himself the Lord, but we encourage ourselves tonight. And that one that's going to prepare a place for us. Every willing way and every heart and every life in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together. Can we do that? God speak with your heart. If there's a, a decision, this pastor's here, others, I'm sure would be glad to help you. If you may just need to come to the altar. Whatever it is. You like do business with God tonight. You come. You come all the same right now. Come on. God speaking to your heart. Maybe come as a family. Just something you need to get done. Maybe she's been too long since you came to an altar. Let God do something in your life. How beautiful heaven must be. Sweet home of the happy and free. Fair haven of rest for the weary. How beautiful heaven must be. Loved ones, watch on. That's our home. God speaking, you obey. Come on, we sing.